When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Can I just start with the, the political story of the weekend, if you like, with regard to your cabinet colleague, Eamon Ryan, and his two PCR tests back-to-back. A lot of people asking a lot of questions. What's the story? Yeah, well, I, I'm not really sure why, why people should be asking too many questions, being honest, because, I mean, from my under, my understanding of it, it's quite straightforward. Um, that Minister Ryan had a PCR test. He uh, voluntarily had one in advance of going to COP26. He was entirely uh, asymptomatic. And when the test came back on the basis of medical advice, it was recommended that he have a second test. And my understanding from the statement that the minister issued last night, or sorry, specifically that the HSE issued in response to queries, was that on occasion, um, if there's any ambiguity around a test result, a doctor may recommend a second one. So um, I, I suppose Minister Ryan was simply following the advice given to him. Because a lot of people would have been asking over the weekend, well, I missed out on two weeks' work over a PCR test. Should I have had my one checked? That's a human response, Minister. Of, cor- of course it is. And the very simple answer is you should only have had one if you were advised, like Minister Ryan was, uh, by a medical professional to do that. So, I mean, right throughout this pandemic, I guess, the approach has always been that all of us as citizens uh, should follow the public health advice and do as we're asked to do. And in this case, Minister Ryan was doing exactly what he was asked to do. Uh, in terms of taking a second test. And, and look, the good news is, thank, thankfully, uh, he doesn't have COVID-19. And thankfully now, the Minister for the Environment is able to lead a delegation uh, to COP26. And knowing how important uh, climate change is uh, to everyone in this country and the world, I think we're glad that the Irish Minister for the Environment is able to be present at COP26, and thankfully as well. Indeed. Let me move on to the, the, the job of work you're here to do, which is raise the flag on our new university, MTU. A couple of issues, and one of them's come up at MTU with regard to students, and it led to a demonstration last week, spiking, and this particularly sinister new way of spiking with an actual needle. How is that being dealt with or received in your office? Yeah, I'm really worried about this, uh, PJ. I met the Union of Students of Ireland uh, last week, the President and the Vice President, and on a range of issues, uh, including this matter. And I suppose they outlined to me two things, really. They outlined me, to me that I suppose so-called traditional spiking, the way perhaps people um, in the past would have understood spiking, um, is now seems very much to be back. Students are back out socialising, and they're very worried about that. And also the relatively new phenomenon now of being spiked by a needle. I spoke to my colleague, the Minister for Justice, um, on this matter on Friday and myself and Minister McEntee uh, are hoping to meet this week on the matter. What we're intending to do is, in the first instance, is support student unions in running an awareness campaign as to what to look out for and that was one of the big asks um, that USI uh, had of me. So we will be working with student unions 
to develop an awareness campaign as to how students, and, and indeed everybody, mm. uh, should be aware and keep safe. Now, obviously, there's a, there's a raft of legislation and laws in relation to this being a criminal matter. But from my perspective as the Minister for Further and Higher Education, it's just making students aware and empowering students to know uh, what to look out for. But it is a very concerning trend that I know will be worrying students and indeed parents as well. We've had a number of reports of incidents as I've yet to speak to someone who's actually been through it. I guess they're probably embarrassed and and sick, I suppose, some of them. Um, But I will eventually, I know, because it is happening and it needs to be tackled. Minister, MTU is is a success story waiting to happen. amalgamation of Cork and Kerry everyone seems very happy with it but the thing about it is it'll be a huge student number where are they going to live? Yeah look and I want to answer that straight straight out but just let me say I mean I think MTU is a really significant success story and I'm looking forward when I visit the Cork campus now shortly uh, to talking about the plans we have for the upgrade of the 1970s building a new learning resource centre I mean this this has to be matched with capital investment and that will happen on the very important that uh, directly to your question on student accommodation, um, up until up until literally a few weeks ago, institutes of technology and technological universities were not allowed borrow or access borrowing to build student accommodation. Um, seems kind of ludicrous, to be honest. We've now changed that situation where, for the very first time, TU's technological universities will be able to access uh, cheap state-backed uh, loans to build student accommodation. I'm, we'll be talking to MTU today, and indeed I spoke to MTU when I visited the Tralee campus a few weeks ago, and I'm encouraging them to bring forward proposals. I want to see college-owned, affordable student accommodation. If I'm to be self-critical, we have been too reliant in the past on the private market providing student accommodation. We have to now make sure colleges can build their own affordable accommodation. In return, and I use that word affordable um, Mm. intentionally. That's a word that requires some definition depending on where you are. Well, that's very true, but I'll put it to you like this. In return for um, myself and the government providing access uh, to that finance, we're going to want a very clear understanding from universities as to exactly what they're building because there have been far too many examples, in my honest opinion, PJ, of universities building accommodation that quite frankly was inaccessible and unaffordable to many students. Now there's good examples too. I was in Thurlis recently uh, in MIC in Thurlis and they've managed to do it. So we'll be having a discussion how are you going to make sure that this works for students? We've also asked the Union of Students in Ireland to work with us on designing the spec. What exactly does a student need in their accommodation? Because I hear from students often in some of these private accommodation um, setups things are being provided that a student hasn't asked for, hasn't wanted, and is actually adding to the rental cost, which is just, which is not mm. acceptable. Also, I've seen photographs of, of a, a place where two students were expected to share one desk, which is just that in one bench. That's just not That's acceptable. Ridiculous. That yeah. has, that has yeah. to stop. Another issue is parties, uh, Minister. We, we've had a lot of complaints about disturbance, and one particular residence association has had a torrid time uh, the last couple of years, both with students in college time, and indeed with other the house parties in non-college time. Is it time for a campus police force or something along that style to, to just, you know, tone things down when they get out of hand? Well, I don't, I don't think it requires that is, is, is my truthful view, but I mean, I am aware, particularly in Cork, and I've read in, in Cork media before of particular incidences um, affecting, I think, particular parts of the city and the difficulty that's caused for residents. I mean, I would make the point when we talk about students, I mean, they're not just one homogenous group. I mean, most students, like most people, uh, go about their lives, do their best, uh, and and don't try to cause anybody any difficulty. And students have sacrificed an awful lot uh, during this pandemic as well. But I mean, I would have a very clear view that if there's any antisocial behaviour, 
regardless of who it's called by, and that that should be taken very seriously by by Ancardia Corn, and I'm sure it is. Mm. I mean, certainly, I certainly I'll be visiting UCC later today. I'm visiting NTU shortly. Um, I mean, I'll certainly talk to college authorities. Yeah. In relation, but, I mean, like police campus, on campus police or on campus police style operations, you know, they're commonplace across the United States. You see some of them in the UK as well. Why, why couldn't we just move a bit and, and actually put a proper police or stroke security service on campuses to stop this nonsense? So many, 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 coll- many colleges do obviously use uh, do obviously use security firms and the likes to keep people safe on college campuses. I familiarise myself with the situation in Cork, um, in Cork now today. But I mean, I, w- I would make the point that I think it's broader than just I-, I think it's broader than just law or security. I mean, it has to be about mutual respect here. I mean, students have to obviously socialise, but they obviously have an obligation to do that in but, a way. But, that hang on, we've got we've got a twenty-something thousand now in UCC yeah. minister, and we'll have. No, it was the same again in 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 MTU. That's like forty thousand students. Should we not just take the bull by the horns and put some proper security services in place on campus? I mean, not just for parties. Like women are being raped on campuses. Well, I, well, I, well. I mean, well, hang on a sec. I mean, in relation to anything to do with sexual harassment, sexual assault, rape, antisocial behaviour. I mean, there is one force and one force only that apply the law in this country, and that's on Garda Shikana. And I mean, I'd be, I'd much rather have the conversation. Yeah, but it might be a deterrent if we had on-campus security, you know? Yeah, I know, and, 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 and there may be something in that, but I mean, I'd be very eager to have the conversation, and based on this conversation we're having this morning, I certainly will have the conversation with college authorities today as to what more can be done to support them. I mean, keeping people safe on campuses is a huge priority of mine. Um, we have made all colleges for the very first time ever put in place an action plan on sexual harassment. What are you going to do in your campus to keep every single person uh, safe? Uh, and how are you going to report against it to the higher education authority every year? But look, generally this is, and this has happened in certain parts of the country, it's a partnership approach between the Gardaí, uh, between student unions and between college yeah, authorities. The problem and is we don't, we don't even have enough Gardaí in the city, so that partnership is, is yeah, uh, hampered in the first place. Like, someone's yeah. asking here, would you like to live on College Road or Magazine Road? Well, I mean, to be to be honest, I, I'm not I'm not familiar, but I mean, would I like to live anywhere where I'm experiencing antisocial behaviour? Of course, of course, I wouldn't. But I mean, the point of the, the point here, and let I me mean, not be in any way ambiguous on this. I mean, antisocial behaviour, no matter who it's caused by, is not acceptable. But my answer is very clear in relation to who's responsible for that. It's on Garda Shikana, and if if I'll certainly talk to college authorities today, and if there is a need for me to talk to the Minister for Justice, and if there's a need for us to do more to support the Gardaí, we'll do that. But I certainly wouldn't want. I mean, you've referenced, and I, I don't think you in any way meant this, but you've referenced 20,000 students in UCC and maybe the same again in MTU. I mean, let, let's be very clear. The overwhelming majority of students are law-abiding. I think students. that goes without saying, okay. Minister. Yeah, you know that and I know that. I don't need to even refer to it. Well, sometimes I feel, sometimes I, feel I have to because I sometimes, I, I, you know, I, yeah. I know the young people have had a very tough time. In I know country. you're probably not a regular listener to the programme, but we make that point a hundred times, a hundred times a month. Um, okay, come back to the cost of being in college because I'm also getting calls this morning from people who say that their daughter or son or nephew or niece has paid their fees to go to college and they're still doing most of it off campus. Campus. Uh, my, my, my daughter going her level 8 MTU has yet to set foot in campus. It's all online, 3,000 euro. We've students experiencing financial difficulties due to the fees and the high cost of living. A food bank in UCC cleaned out in, in an hour. Is it fair to be charging people the full three and a half grand if they're only going to be sitting watching classes on Zoom? 
So I don't think that is what's happening, um, just to be clear. So, I mean, the public health advice uh, is as follows. All our college campuses are now back open. College, of course, and college campuses and students will know this, is about an awful lot more than just the lectures. It's about the libraries, it's about the sports facilities, about the clubs, it's about the societies, um, being able to go in and have the cup of coffee with your, with your, with your, with your classmates, um, being able to join, join a society, uh, join a sports club, attend a class, attend a tutorial, a lab. There are, there are when it comes to lectures, because our lecture theatres come in different shapes and sizes. There is a discretion to each college as to how they can safely get people back into lecture halls. However, I would take a very, very dim view, based on what your your listener has just texted in there, a very dim view of all lectures being online for any course. Um, and that, that, that I'll be raising that again now based on this feedback today, because that's not meant to be the experience. Some of our colleges have managed to bring their students back to 100% capacity in lectures. Yeah. Others have had to adopt an approach of 50% at a time, and I understand that to keep people safe. But 0%... Yeah. Um, Would you accept that if you're only getting 50% online, you should only be him 50% of the core of the, of the fee? Well, look, I mean, the, fee, the, fees, the fees are as they are because the cost of actually providing college in the COVID times has actually risen. However, what I would accept is that we have a responsibility to get our students back to college and get them back to college campuses as close to full-time as possible. We have made a number of changes. You just mentioned the UCC Food Bank, and I'm really pleased that you did because um, I've specifically asked to meet the UCC Students' Union today in relation to that. Um, I've allocated €1.25 million Euro to the Student Assistance Fund um, in Cork in recognition, sorry, in UCC, in recognition of the fact um, that students have been experiencing financial hardship as a result, um, as, a, as a result of COVID, and I'm looking forward to having a chance to engage with the students and um, specifically on that matter today. All okay, right, we'll see where it goes. Uh, thank you for being with us on the Opinion Line this morning, Minister for Higher Education, uh, Simon Harris. Courts ninety six FM.